Took my first breath where the muddy grasses spills into the Gulf of Mexico Where the skyline's colored by chemical plants that put bread on the table of the working man Where the working man does his best to provide safety and shelter for kids and a wife Giving a little of a soul every day, making overtime to keep the wolves away. Ow! When the company man tried to dig my daddy's grave It happened on a French-owned tanker ship Spilling poison in the Galveston Bay Well, the liquid fire filled his lungs and his eyes Silenced Yeah, we, we could have stopped that a lot earlier Yeah Cold yeah. and green it, You know, it's a, it's a little fucking slow song I get this, yeah but I tell you what, Iowa the is the uh, working class man. They're the old school originators. I shouldn't say originators, but pretty damn close originators. Dan the fucking man Gable originated here in Iowa. And the Wolves is fucking Penn State. <laughs> no, like, I mean, this, this, I know we say it every year. This is the fucking year. This is the year the Wolves go away. Yeah, this is fine. Well, first off, uh, and, then, and, and and that's what we're going to go through. We're going to go through the lineup and tell you why that's happening. So we're going to start making this a regular part of the show. Though. Wait, I'm not done. No, no. So <laughs> the fucking okay, Pen- Pennsylvania motherfuckers, East Coast, half of them are East Coast, the other half like Philly, Pittsburgh, all these big town city slicking pussies that think they know how to wrestle. They don't know nothing until they get a small town Iowa, and that's why we're getting one of them here. Yep. Okay. So, going back, this is going to start becoming a regular part of the episode. Where we hate Penn Gavin is going to explain to you why oh. the song fits the scenario to what we're well, talking about. It's pretty obvious he, he, that he, Keaton's he, given up on singing songs. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin got here today and played me the song, and I sat there, Shaking and I was thinking, like, uh, like I, it's a good song. Yeah, I, like I, I don't see how it relates. And he goes into this big elaborate story, and I'm just like, you know, yeah, you know what? If, if you thought that hard about it. We're just gonna let that ride. It's not. I'm gonna trust it from now on. It's not how I describe. It's how I felt when I heard it. Yeah, I'm no, like, this fits, and I'm gonna tell you why it fits. I, America. I'm just. I'm not even gonna question anymore if we should. Just like go with whatever song you recommend. Yeah. I'm just gonna go straight into. I mean, what's the story behind it? There Gavin? is times where I just like <laughs> if I can hear a song, I'm like, yeah, I like that song. We're just gonna play, it. and then I just make it fit. But you know, this one I literally heard probably 20 songs, 15 songs on the way here. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that like kind of that slow burn type of thing. What were you saying earlier? Uh, what? 
What? <laughs> don't don't put me on the spot like that. I said something earlier. I've been <laughs> yeah. drinking BV, man. Yeah. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> I said a lot of things. So it's it's that it's that type of song. You know what? Actually, when I wrestled, and everybody made fun of me. The song I listened to was fucking Coward of the County. I listened to that too. Yeah. Well, because of you, yeah, you obviously. you were the one that. But it's a slow. Song. Oh my god! I just realized. That you've been doing this to me my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was listening to Coward of the County to pump me up for wrestling matches because I had Gavin in my ear explaining to me why it's badass. It's it's, it's the exact same it's thing. It's one of those things. It's like you, sure, there's some people that can flip a switch. Not me. I need that build up. I need a reason why to get angry. And a, like a song like this. I don't know what it does. It just gives me that little tingle in the back of my spine. My hairs on the back of my neck uh, stand up, and I'm ready to fucking go. Yep. And that's that's one of those songs. Well, you're obviously good at it because <laughs> uh, I'm. I play the song "Coward of the County" for people, and I tell them that it was a song I used to listen to before I wrestled, and they throw their arms up. Yep. They they can't wrap their head around it. Nope. But it. it's because I had Gavin in my ear going off for 30 minutes of of why this should pump yeah. you up. You listen to every word and you feel it. You feel those words, god damn it. Uh, you're good at it, Gav. Good job, bud. So, uh, so I mean, we, we kind of... Hey, we're back. We, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys are welcome, first off. Yep, uh, we're... Right when you thought we were done, <laughs> I know everyone. You go and totally redeem yourself. I know every. Ev- <laughs> oh no! I know every single there. I bet you at least half of our listeners got to think that we're gone forever. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah that episode was the last episode I listened to. <laughs> I, nope, uh, we're not. Squeaks was bitching me out hard. Oh, did he, I tell you this? I was with you. No. Is oh, that my bachelor? Is that my bachelor party? Oh, 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 is that why we were there? Okay, so he was like complaining. He's like, first off, you guys don't know what the fuck you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. It's like, next, first season was good. <laughs> this last season, you guys sucked. If you're gonna do a podcast, do a podcast. Hey, we're hey, here. No one's paying us for this. <laughs> Actually, we you were know, just talking about that, too. Exactly. We we got offers, believe it or not. Yeah, people. that's why we put songs up here that. We uh, are copyrighted. <laughs> like I pay it ninety nine cents to Amazon for the MP three. Yep. But uh, and I guarantee, like half the people this cost this might actually look at that. This song cost us know. money. Yeah, big time. BV <laughs> every night. BV and RSS feed. Black Velvet sponsor us already. It's yeah. expensive. Yeah. I've submitted it twice to you guys. <laughs> you Listen to our episode. You Canadian A motherfucker. I didn't mean that. I like you guys. Yeah. Send us I will say. Send us cases. The only good thing about Minnesota is. They have Black Velvet. They have Black Velvet. Because yeah. the closer you get to Canada, the more Black Velvet there is. <laughs> We're moving. <laughs> no, but then we'd have to deal with fucking... All right, I'm not going to jump into that yet. We alluded to the fact earlier that we got a Penn State guy here. That's Gavin Teasdale. He's coming over. and uh, We're not jumping into that right now, No, oh. I mean, we alluded to it. Oh, so, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So, Gavin Teasdale, uh, you know, he was you will, nev- Iowa... you will never get sick of hearing that no, name. No, it's a great fucking name, <laughs> ain't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, uh, he, he originally, he, he, he gave a verbal commit here to Iowa. We got Pe- Spencer Lee. I think he, 
I, I don't want to say he got scared or nothing like that. I'm just saying, like, I think that he felt like there was extra competition there at the weight he wanted to be at. So then he was looking elsewhere. And of course, Kale Sanderson, being the little bitch he is, jumps in. Okay? And that's where he ends up. And then we hear all this. We hear, I mean, you don't, you don't feel like there was probably any pressure, like inside pressure to go to Penn State once you Like committed. his family? Sure. Oh, I bet you he felt it in the crowds. Nah, fuck uh, the crowds. Yeah, you saw Spencer Lee. Spencer Lee is the most class act wrestler on nice, a wrestling mat. down to earth Oh my god, once he committed to Iowa, yeah. he was the complete villain. Yeah, his parents even moved, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know if his parents moved. That, that would... But... That that, rec- that goes on record from Gavin saying that, <laughs> not me. <laughs> um, but like, I'm uh, that might have been DeSanto's parents actually, or something like that. But anyways, um, I here's the thing. I think he really thought that 125 was his weight. And actually, we just listened to this interview, and I'll let you explain the interview more later because you you kind of got into it more. You uh, listened a few times, but one and a half. I, I feel, um, you know, basically, I, I, I feel that, you know, he, back when he was in high school, he had a kind of a fuck it all, fuck you, fuck everybody kind of attitude. He was talking about smoking weed back in high school. He talked about all this. Uh, he didn't take it as seriously. It was all like a one-man band type of thing. Yeah. And it, now. It, it, it sounds, from the sound of the interview, it sounded like he was he was really focused um, his freshman uh, in sophomore year, and then I, you know, you hit that, you hit that peak, that plateau. Yeah, you you plateaued. You've done it, and you have two years left of high school. Yeah, set out everything, and you know what? And I you just kind of write it out. You know, this is a little off topic, but I've always had this thing that, and I felt like this was always an Iowa type of thing, where. Sometimes these two-time state champs with a little chip on their shoulder are the guys, or the guys that like lost their senior year. Hence, like just like a Spencer Lee, they got that extra little fucking giddy up in their step. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. ready to fucking get back after yeah. it and start all fresh and be like, you know what? That ain't me. That loss ain't me. That that like Dan the man when he loses in college. That loss ain't me. I ain't no fucking loser. I'm a I'm a winner and I'm gonna prove it right now. Yeah. And that that shit is real. And so when you hear a person like uh, Gavin Teasdale that he feels like he accomplished everything he had to do uh, as a sophomore in high school, as a sophomore in high school, and then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden you have girls. Yeah, you have uh, like I mean, you have more experience than I do as far as what you were combating in high school with your wrestling success. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just uh, but that could could you imagine that? No. Fuck no. Yeah. I mean, and then nowadays with the extra, you know, it's weird. So even though there was press and stuff back in our day even, now with like flow wrestling and all these people that you, it's almost like you're a fucking celebrity, there's microphones in your face, I guarantee that's added fucking pressure right there. Yeah. Initiate sure contact's always the first one in people's face. For every sure time. it is. And, 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 and t- <laughs> we're all over the fucking place. <laughs> We're your number one source for wrestling <laughs> yeah. news. <laughs> uh, but If you haven't heard it here, you haven't heard it at all. Well, yeah, because we've predicted the future, basically. Every every major prediction. I think we have nailed like, every right. major prediction. Except so are you the, fuckers that say we don't know what we're saying? Yeah, everything other than like who's won the team national title every year. That's Iowa, right? We've, we've 
we've came true on. Yeah. DeSanto. Yeah. We even called that. Uh, called do T- we don't have to go back through we, every one we of called, these We called DeSanto mid-season. And we called that it had to be Spencer Lee that go gets him. You know, and actually sit down and talk to him yep. because the coach can't really contact him head on. And we talked about Pat, what's his face from Iowa State? Uh, you know, Downing. Pat Downey. Uh, we talked about how he was coming here and everything like that. I but we thought knew he that was, he would. You yeah, said yeah, yeah. he. You said he will never see the lineup. Nope. Yep. Because and you were one hundred percent correct on that. And and we've up and down. We've hit it. I'm just this one's uh so this one's interesting though okay you go ahead and finish his interview uh side of things like first off what he's talking about kale that's what i like most well he just basically said I'll just that sit back uh, and sit my BB and <laughs> he basically all all he said was that he wants a he wants a coach with a more hands-on style he wants he wants a coach that's going to be there th- for him through the thick and thin and not just someone that's that's like we've heard of kale style he, yeah. he, they, he has like 45 minutes We've to a kid about it, yeah. a week. Yep. Everything else is done by his assistant coaches. Yep. I I get it. He's focused on being – Kale is focused on being the best. I think he's more focused – seriously, I think he's more focused on recruiting. That's it. Yeah, sure. That may – yeah. And so, so all these kids it, – it's one of these things where you come to Penn State – you're a man. You take care of yourself. I meet with you once a week. Everything outside of that, you're on your own. Yep. And that is like a you get super, a super level-headed kid. A style like that's gonna work. Yep. You need a kid though that needs to feel fucking welcomed and part of a family and part of a, a culture. It's it's. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist at Penn State. But it's done by the athletes, not oh, done it by the coaches. Oh, doesn't Or Penn State, uh, either one. <laughs> Iowa State or Penn State. <laughs> oh no, so, Penn. Uh, Iowa State has at least has met a kids like Metcalf and St. John. There's sure, no way there's not culture true. there. I mean, just at the yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's my thing. Yeah, I think I think Kale. Uh, it's business. Well, I think. Well, first off, he has he had kind of a different style. He had that whole, like, fucking, like, crab ride. He would suck people back and do the half on the way back and pin people. Like, he doesn't really have a true technical uh, standout, uh, t- you know, type uh, um, vibe I get from him. Like, I don't I don't feel that from him. I, I'm sure he's he's a good one about, a, you know, getting feel and, see, like, body weight and stuff like that. I'm sure he's good at that. But anyways, I honestly think that his main idea of coaching is not the guy you take, you know, he's not the guy that's going to take you under his wing and make you a better human being and make you a better yeah. wrestler and make you a better man. Yeah, you guys are he not going to be best friends at the end of your, your, your well, college he, career. He, I, I was actually going to say the opposite. I think he's more like he just wants to be a buddy with you, Keep try to keep you happy. He's like, he is seriously more like, um, well, I, I, I would I would say he's like a like a just kind of that almost I hate to I mean I don't want to bash on the guy too much but he's almost a two faced guy he's going to keep you happy like he's a salesman that's all business. he is yeah it he's is a, a salesman it, yeah. he sells the parents he sells the kid then when you're wrestling he he like just tries to keep you happy and keep you there I mean and you know what wrestlers are hard knock motherfuckers they're the the you know the you know old school uh 
hardworking SOBs that are not the people that you just like. I don't know many farmers here in Iowa that like salesmen. Sure. Um, <laughs> Which well, we both I'm, suck. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, there's there's that that vibe that people get from that kind of attitude, that kind of face that is put forth from a salesman type of guy, like Kale. I feel is where uh dan gable is more of a i'm going to tell you how it is to your face eye to eye like i see it and then we'll work around it we'll work hard together to be better you know what i'm saying or something like that you know like i just don't see him actually being i feel like he is the type of guy and i don't want to talk shit on him yeah i do actually yeah that's uh We're amongst friends. He's the kind of guy guy that when he is presented with a kid with problems that Gavin Teasdale has, that he would rather not deal with them and move on to the next kid. Actually, didn't uh, didn't he make a – Gavin Teasdale make a comment about, like, saying that, uh, you know, we're not – I don't want – like, I want a team atmosphere. I don't want people, like, flying home and shit like that. Do you think he's the guy that's flying home? That uh, Kale's the one flying back to fucking shithole Utah, or what? I have I didn't I was that part of that interview? Yeah, you're supposed to be the no. I've listened to that inter- interview a time and a half now. <laughs> <laughs> that be my half. Yeah, well, that's the half you forced on well, me that I didn't want to listen to. That but. uh, no, he he he, he took a jab of. At, uh, about Kale and, and basically it was something I can't even remember what it was but there was three things that outlined a, a human being or, or what a wrestler can be yeah. and he says it's the only thing that like Kale is worth a shit for and he, he lists those things out I can't I can't remember what they were but but here's the thing that we're getting from it Kale's not liked by everybody mm. fuck you Flo for making it seem no. like it no and there's definite definite chinks in, in that does not is it just me or is Flow Wrestling just fucking sucking his dick? Is it just no, me? No, no, no. So I listened to um, well, I didn't listen to. I read an I read an article on Flow and they compared. Yeah, I was gonna say, how they, can you listen they, to them? They're fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that too far? Well, we so, see, we can say so, this so, because so, uh, because so, oh. we're not paid by anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck you. The only people we like is Black Velvet. <laughs> Just give us free BV. It'd be, make our lives so much simpler and so much less expensive. <laughs> what happens when they finally do that? Oh God! I get a divorce in the first. Yeah. I get a divorce okay. in the first year of my marriage. Uh, because you, like your say or her say? Well, I'm getting bot- cases of black velvet on my door. Who needs a woman? Ah, <laughs> oh, that'd be dangerous. Actually, don't do that, black velvet. No, shut up. Look out for me. I don't care about your wife or your marriage. Yeah, okay. Is that too far? Well, you're my best man, but no, uh, it's yeah. not. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot completely what I was going to talk about, what I was going to say now. Yeah, me too. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? So, the only reason why we're doing this podcast right now is I was talking to a co-worker, uh, mm, uh, customer about this, and I like I just turned beet red. I'm like... Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, one of the guys was a Iowa wrestling fan. He had the Iowa wrestling hat on, big cauliflower ear and stuff and like that. And I was talking and blah, blah, blah. 
<laughs> and uh, we we got to talking about it. And then finally, I just turned beet red. I'm like, I stand. Uh, I have a podcast. <laughs> He's like, oh, what is it? What is it? I'm like, I I instantly regretted saying that. Like, because first off, you cannot not give it out. You know, like you, you gotta do it. And and I, I like have to warn. It. It's almost like that, uh, you know, the, oh. the, the, the public disclosure uh, of announcement. You're just like, all right, I gotta tell you, we drink a lot of BV and talk a lot of shit. Uh, <laughs> most of which, maybe not factual. And a lot of the time, we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, like, we're fake news. We're the definition yeah. of fact, fake I, news. I, I is this thing even recording right now? I don't even know. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turn it on. And. And so, like, every time, I'm just like, oh, God, who's listening to this shit? You know? oh, it makes you cringe, doesn't it? No, oh, yeah. We're at the bachelor party, and everyone li- wanted to listen to an episode, and I was like, no. <laughs> I am, I will I will run in that forest and start throwing up all over myself <laughs> if I have to listen to our podcast. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Uh, but... I mean, if I was drunk, I could do it again. <laughs> you know, it's like almost like the... Yeah, I, I, I fall asleep listening to it, like, once it publishes. Yeah. And we've had, like, 100 BV diets. Yeah. And I'm laying down for bed. I'll put it on, like, that first five minutes was good. <laughs> <laughs> but you've never made it to the point where we, like, had four no, more BV diets we and actually, we, like, pass like, out at yeah, the computer to, trying to post to deal it. with facts and stuff. <laughs> Oh, can you imagine if we had call-ins, like, the people we'd have to Can you imagine to? if we got paid, like, this is how we did? <laughs> well, we're going you back to that. You guys have a fantastic podcast with facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit, we should have a fact checker here. And then they just jump in, but every time I'd be like, Fuck you, Bruno! Go home! <laughs> Who invited you? <laughs> well, they're doing this again. <laughs> yeah. We'd have to hire a new one every episode. <laughs> but anyways, where were we? Yeah, so, uh, talk, oh, so, 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 this is what we're going to do. We're going to, no, 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 we're not taking a break. Oh, okay, okay. Why, do you have to piss? No, I was going to push pause and just no, figure out where, no, we're going to work we through this. About. We're going to work through this. All right. <laughs> so we were just talking about Gavin Teasdale, basically taking some jabs, some stabs at, um, Kale. Kale Sanderson. Yes. Is that his name? So some, and speaking of stabs or jabs or whatever you want to call it, there's a there's a little uh, homosexual uh, shit going on up in Minnesota. Did you not hear that? Oh, with Gable, Gable Stevenson. Stevenson. Yeah, he's like shoving pe- shit up people's butts and stuff. <laughs> they were another like another guy's butts. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I see. My problem with reading is I get like get four words in and then I start skimming. So, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, that is our <laughs> that is the downfall of initial yeah. contact. <laughs> but anyway, so Gable Stevenson, what? I mean, that's a, just another fucking blurb in Minnesota's already stellar record. You know, fucking steroids up well, the wazoo. And that's, and that's the thing. Like, if if you allow this kid to wrestle for you next season with what just happened with J Rob, you are literally the armpit of the sport. You, yeah. No matter what, it, like you could be a top five finisher. Nobody. This this is a Jerry Sandusky like <laughs> level. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, this is like you don't come back from this. No. Nope. Like no offense, Penn State. You're gonna win national titles. You're gonna have a good football team. 
nobody will ever forget that you rape little boys yeah. in the shower. And I that will it, never That stop. will never leave you. That is just as as relevant in my brain today as it was the day I heard it. Because yep. the more almost the more successful that that, that the jokes Penn State are still comes. Just as funny. Yeah. <laughs> they're just well not that but it's just like yeah you're well, yeah okay right. yeah they're hilarious but but you you don't my uncle has a van you don't called come back the from sandusky that. we will be down this road in 30 years from now and i will never not be able to think about penn state and how and Jer- penn state and jerry sandusky are fucking peanut butter and jelly at this point and now gable stevenson with dildos in between and and steroids and Minnesota wrestling, it is just like you guys are are losers. Yep. And if and if you let a kid like Gable Stevenson wrestle for you next year, that you are you're, you're scumbags. You are that, complete scumbags. That is interesting. I don't know what's going to happen there. I'd like originally I thought boom bam Gable's gone. Yep. See ya. Yep. And we should never wrestle in division wrestling ever again. By the way, uh, and Minnesota's not even going to kick him out of their school. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's happening. Oh. I don't like. I mean, we we had a guy, we had a guy get kicked off the team. A good, like, yeah, uh, for, as good as for like steering hold, beer hold out of a garage or hold something. On. Just as good as a. I shouldn't say just as good, but he had a stellar career. And Seth Gross still does. Who? who uh, all he did, and I shouldn't say all he did because he did do yeah, something. He fucked up. He's an idiot. Yeah, he, he, he went out off. drinking. He should have gotten kicked off a team. He went out drinking, and he was with a group of guys, and they just, like, randomly stole clothes. Okay, we're talking about fucking sexually violating somebody. Yeah. It's it's a drastic difference. Yep. I don't, I mean, I, and I would, I mean, drastic difference as in it's, it's extremely more. Wor- I mean, it's it's worse. Like, there's no way, like stealing clothes versus being physically violated, sexually violated, is any lesser. <laughs> you know, I hear. I, you, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Um. But you know, whatever. Fuck you, Minnesota as well. well we, God damn. We have we're, a lot to cover, where's man. Where's Squeaks at? He should be here. Uh, oh, man, fuck that. Squeaks, man. He pissed yeah. me off. Yeah. He comes to my bachelor party just tell me how bad my podcast sucks. What, what, what school is <laughs> it he coaches again? Uh, I think, I think like, uh, some... T- it's not Albert Lee. It's, like... I don't know. Apple Apple Valley. Yes, and, yes, yes. And it. and he's just like, eh, we got guys all over. Blah, 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 yeah, one yeah. in Nebraska. No, da, da, yeah. Squeaks, I, you know... You've interacted with a lot of D1 wrestlers because you come from a good, prestigious school in Minnesota. Not every school in Minnesota is as prestigious like the one you're coaching at. Even still. Even still. Like, first like, off. I get it. There's some he, – he's he's coached some of the best – some of the best uh, out, best recruits in the country coming still, out. Even still, Southeast Polk's better. One, two, they all leave Minnesota. <laughs> he is screaming at his yeah. at it at Southeast whatever Polk's device better. he's Write listening that down, right squeaks. <laughs> and there's a reason why they don't stay in Minnesota. Yeah, start a podcast if you want to argue. Like, when's the last time Minnesota's beat Iowa? Name that. That's a good point. And how how's Minnesota better? Yeah, and we and how many D one schools do we have here? Squeaks. Yeah, compared to like one. Bleh. 
Yeah, no shit. <laughs> we have like you and I that's better in Minnesota. <laughs> I, and I, I, I right. say that like that's a horrible thing, but you and I stuff so I guess. Squeaks, we love you. Thanks for coming. It was good to seeing you. La- yeah, it was good seeing you last <laughs> week. Thanks for all the. Thanks uh, for the brats, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so move on. So now we're going to do the lineup, right? Well, we're going to yeah. Straight, we, we already up. covered Gavin Teasdale hates kale and uh, the reasons why. Yep. And uh, then the gay rapist and Gable Stevenson, right? Yes. So we are just focused on Iowa wrestling now. Okay. We bash everybody that we can so far, and we'll move on. <laughs> if you think of anything, just bring, just bring it up. Yeah. Uh, so you have you have reasons as to why you think that DeSanto might be sitting next year. All right. First off, Spencer Lee is going to be at 125, boys. So just put that in your, uh, yeah, your that's, books. That's, he has a red shirt to burn, but it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Uh Second, uh, so DeSanto also has a red shirt to burn. This is a big question mark. With Gavin Teasdale coming over, who's obviously, like, he's weighing, like, 143 right now. That's what I've been told. So, 10 pounds to make 133, piece of cake. Uh, 125 is what he was wrestling at Penn State, and that's why his, like, kidneys and whatever was shutting down. So, he... We got dehydrated. You know, he was cutting too much. So he, he, he talked about that. Uh, he did say that he didn't try cutting down for that tournament until three days prior. Yeah, that's going to do that. Yeah. So he said right now, uh, Teasdale's weighing between 140 to 145, depending on the day. Uh-huh. So you could uh, assume during season 135, easy. Yeah. So here's here's the – it's an interesting scenario. And in order for me to describe it, you know what? Should I just okay? So Desanto has a red shirt to burn. I'm just going to describe it if Desanto burns this red shirt, and then if he doesn't, okay. So first, if he burns his red shirt, we see Gavin Teasdale at 133 this year. We see at 141 Renteria or um, uh, Max Mirren. And then that 149, obviously, Lugo. So, that's interesting. Because then next year, that means DeSanto's back at 141. Uh, so, at, at 133, we'll, we'll see Gavin Teasdale. 141, I think we'll see then um, DeSanto. 149, I think we'll see Max Mirren or Renteria. Because Lugo's gone. That sets us up really good for two years, okay? Yeah, that's building depth. But... With that being said, DeSanto is not a guy to sit. <laughs> no. No, try explaining that to DeSanto. Like, what? <laughs> you mean I can't wrestle today? Like, he'd get that fiery crit. You'd, what would it, we have it, to do? We'd it, have and, to almost. And if that's the thing, I don't I don't feel like that. that that's what's going to be the tricky sell of it. Because I don't think Tom the and Terry. S- selling it to DeSanto. Se- selling it to DeSanto. Because I think Tom and Terry could look at that and be like, this makes complete sense for the success of Iowa wrestling. Mm-hmm. But going up to DeSanto and being like, hey, this is our game plan for you. Yeah. And if DeSanto said, no, fuck you, I'm wrestling, mm-hmm. Tom and Terry are the guys that are going to... They're, they're, I mean, they're, they're going to be like, you know what? But, you know what? They, I have they, a feeling... They, they will not pull a kid like that. I, you you talk to a kid... Um, should I name drop? It depends what the name is. Okay, so so this is another reason that goes back to 
why Kale's a piece of shit. So Andrew Law? No, it was it was Mark Kist. Oh, yeah. when he wrestled for Iowa State, I can't even remember who was going to replace him when because he was recruited recruited by Douglas. Kiss came in, uh, uh, was what year was he? I think he was going to be a a junior or a sophomore. Are we getting way off track here? No, not not really. But but it was just Kill Kill Sanderson told Mark Kiss to his face when he came in and he said. You are not going to be my one twenty five pounder. It doesn't matter what the wrestle off is. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. This is my wrestler at one twenty five, and that is why Mark Kiss transferred to Wartburg. Yeah. So Seabolt probably. I don't think it was Seabolt. No, because Seabolt, Seabolt, and Kiss graduated the same year. Yeah. So, so it wouldn't have been Seabolt. Oh wow. They, uh, see. Yeah, it wouldn't have been Seabold. It was a new recruit that was coming in that Kale was bringing in. But it, it just goes back to um, the fact that 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 I feel like the reason why a guy like Tzell comes to Iowa is because the coach is gonna do exactly exactly what you earn and what you deserve. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that that's why I went down that path, just to show that Kale was a is a fucking loser piece of shit. Sorry. And, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> I knew it was gonna go. That yeah. Way. <laughs> uh, just any any jab I could take at Kale. Yeah, just, yeah. God, just stick it in there and twist it. So yeah. Anyways, I yeah I don't see DeSanto making that move. So here's what we're gonna see. I think uh, we're gonna have 125. We're gonna have. Um, Spencer Lee, obviously, 133. I think we're going to have DeSanto still. And uh, at 141, I think we're going to see Gavin Teasdale. Yes. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, you know what? Quite frankly, I can see Max Mirren trying to bump up. Well, he's going to have to. Yeah. It's, it's his only chance in the lineup. Unless yep. we bring a, unless we big a, bring a big-time recruit in. But with that being said, are we ever going to see Renteria? That's interesting because we, we have a kid, and if you got just to like give a little, uh, you know, Renteria is another one just like Gavin Teasdale. He, he committed to Iowa, then he, he left, went to Nebraska, was a, a national qualifier. Um, you know, then he didn't make weight, and sure. then he re- redshirted the year after. And now, now we got him. So, I mean, I I. That is a thing that I used to hate about Penn State. They had, like, all these guys in the fucking wings, and it's like, why don't you let them go wrestle anywhere? But you know what? When you look at it, and you look at, like, Iowa and how they do things, and with the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and how they take care of them, like, some of these guys, like, we've gotten a lot of guys, like Mooney, for instance, that never came to Iowa to, to wrestle collegiately. They came for the, extra, the, the later on, the freestyle, Greco, shit like that. Yeah. So... Well, it, 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 the thing is, 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 and I think we talked about this earlier. Um, there's going to be injuries, and we yeah. have a kid in the 133 to 141 range that is super capable. Even 125 of, of, of um, I mean, at least, at least based on as long as he's can continue to get better since his freshman year, that has an outside shot at being an all-american status yeah it just and he's surrounded by some of the best in the country you know and it's worked before look at uh 
Daniel Dennis and Joey Slayton and that yeah group. yeah exactly you know so it's doable and we're gonna we might and not have, we don't even need we that might, we, we don't even need that level to achieve like to get to a national championship next year you don't even need like a you don't need a finalist to swap out for another finalist sure we do you just need an all American yes, you need a <laughs> you we would like do. that we would we like always. that but first you off, just put an all American in there's there. a point. Just like the old saying at Iowa, you know, you, you reload. You don't, you don't, uh, what, what's the saying, blah, blah, blah. You don't, you reload. You don't fucking have to. You don't rebuild. Rebuild. You just it's not rebuild. a rebuilding year, yeah. it's a reloading year. So, so this is setting up that reload. I, but, I, I feel like it's, it's almost like, uh, it's not even a, it's, it's not even a reload. It's it's like I'm filling my gun with way stronger ammunition. Like just that's packing. How, yeah, that's how this like I was using this garbage like two dollars a box ammunition. I'm gonna stuff it full of this like twenty dollar. Just bullet packing the ammunition. black powder, baby. <laughs> so so with that being said, so I don't actually see DeSanto sitting. So we're gonna go through the lineup. We're at one twenty-five. We got Spencer Lee. One thirty-three. We got DeSanto. One forty-one. I think we're probably gonna see Gavin Teasdale. One forty-nine. We got Patrick Lugo. That's almost solidified. Yep. One fifty-seven. We got Caleb Young, who's obvious. He's gonna be a top three kid. Hands down. Yeah. I think he might be number two. Yeah. But then we have Con- or uh, we have uh, Nelson, Nelson Brands. Brands. Yeah. At Coming off an 18, listen to this, 18 guys. and 0 freshman season. Yeah, listen to this. Nelson was one of those guys. He came in. He was a decent, you know, he's a good recruit. Okay. No, no doubt about it. But everybody, you know, yeah, he's a brand. <laughs> I, I, here's what I'm thinking. Like, I think he's the forgotten guy because he's a brand and he was just supposed to go to Iowa and everybody didn't hype it up. You know that's going to happen. He's going mm-hmm. to come. Yeah. By God, is he? Did he not go eighteen and zero? The next best uh, record for the um, unattached was Cassiope. Cassiope. Yep. <laughs> okay. He, and then this is what blows my mind even more. Like it was even unheard of. I think I. I really think we were the only podcast that talked about that. Um, they're the first like fifteen matches. The only match. That was a, a doozy for Marinelli was Nelson Brands, the only one within reaching points. Right, that's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And now he's a weight down, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, well, does that does that not excite people? Am I the only one? Yeah, well, I- here's the thing. I mean, I mean, if 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 Caleb Young is obviously a, a preseason top three kid, yes. If Brands beats him out, we're looking at. Yes, here's you got to be looking at an NCAA finalist. Like here's that's the, the only way a kid like Brands hits the lineup. And it, it is young is young a junior or a senior? Junior. Oh man. <laughs> you might want to look that up. I'm pretty sure he's a junior. Look it up. Put it in your Peter. Here's my thing. It's all like as soon as Brands sees the lineup, he's not going to get out of the lineup. Other barring an injury, because this is the thing where both these guys will go nearly undefeated until 
nationals. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I and that's without looking at without looking at like who's ahead of them or anything like that. But I'm just saying, like, you know, like if they if they lose, like whoever wins, the, like if if Nelson Brands wins the rest off, he's not going to be taken out of the lineup for because he's just going to keep winning. Young's a junior. Yeah. Going to be a junior. Yeah. So, that is crazy. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. We are... We were talking about this earlier. We are literally just adding layers of depth. Yeah. All right. And I, and, and, and so, the, the, this is the thing. If Nelson Brands wins the, line, uh, the wrestle off, it's game over. It's Nelson Brands' job from then on. Because he's not... He's good enough to not give it up, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Is what I'm getting at. And then, so we have a guy like Young, <laughs> just waiting for his shot again, uh, injury-wise, mainly. So then... Well, so I, I will never talk shit on Caleb Young again, because I remember being super down on Young um, going into last year. Dude, he's and, done everything we've asked him to do. Oh, my God. He's exceeded everything I thought he could he, he would do. Agreed. So, obviously, if if he can improve on what he did last season, he's going to be a national champion. That That's what's crazy about it. Because I, I going into the last season, I, I said he was a he was a weak spot in our lineup, and he ended up being one of the strongest points in our lineup, and one of the most consistent point scorers for us. Which was crazy because we, yeah, he just we, like, we never was saw it under coming. the radar, yeah, quiet. You know, he just went about his business. Yep. And uh, those are my favorites, by the way. I, I love those like fucking guys that just get work done, and you never. And he hear. would make a tech fall like. He he would tech fall a kid without even looking flashy. He would just like go out there and do his thing and walk off and like that. You you know what I compare it to? I compare it to O linemen in the NFL. I compare it to these guys that are just down in there in the trenches, unheard of. The only time you ever hear about them is when there's a penalty. Okay, you know offsides or fucking holding or some bullshit. And these are the guys that get their asses beat day in day out. Okay. And you only hear from them when um, something happens or they're gone. They get injured. That's a Caleb Young. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Those are those are the guys right there. And those are the guys that make and break fucking teams. Yeah. Yeah. Like all around. Like I don't care if it's football or wrestling or what. Those are the guys that like are the glue that holds everything together. You know, those, those are the guys that people, like a lot of people that you don't even know look up to them. Like they don't even know that people are looking up to them, they and they don't give a fuck. Yeah, they either. They, they they don't they don't even understand that uh, uh, what they're 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 such an essential part of the team that you that if if they if that chink fell out, they're gone. It, it ruins the, everything. The, the season's over, yeah. but they're they just go out there and they do their job they do nothing flashy they just go out there and they 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 accomplish the task that's in front of them and it goes underappreciated and it goes back to the same thing like i always have said it like 
you know, the guys that talk a lot of shit and big and bad and they, they, they like to show how tough they are, you know what? You see how tough they are. Yeah. You see it. It's not as scary then. The guy that's quiet, meek almost, and, and all of a sudden you, you find them in a dark alley or something, scares the fuck out of me. It literally scares the fuck yeah. out of me. Those are the guys I'm like, ha, ha, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like a, just recently, Ben Askren, you know. He well, that mentality, Gab, you would be like the most unintimidating guy. <laughs> no, I know I am. <laughs> like this guy who hasn't shut up all night. I want to no, kill him. No, I'm the, I'm usually the one like, hey, guy, guy, let's, you are really, really, really strong. Let's think about this. Yeah. You hurt me and I won't like it. And then you won't get no gratification for that. Like, I'd be the guy, like, talking my way out of it. Not, like, talking shit. Oh, I like talking shit, but, I like, right beforehand, I'd be like, you know, I got I got birthday plans or, you know, like Once something. Once you realize, like, ah, I mean, I could have, like, a like a cement burn on my elbow yeah. if I do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you want a beer? I want a beer. Let's have a beer. We're friends. Way easier than having, like, a burning sensation somewhere yeah. on my body. And actually, so that goes by like Ben Askren. I tell you what, that shit talker motherfucker, he's had a rough year. He is a big shit talker. Man. Yeah. Wow. I will not. I It really upset me when he was sh- talking that much shit to fucking Jordan Burroughs. Like Jordan Bros is a nice fucking guy, and he does not He's talk the best shit. in the world. And then, and then, and then, like there was this whole thing, like Flo did on original funk or something. The original, or like the originator of funk was Ben Askren. First off, bullshit. Uh, I can name Rico Chipparelli in my mind. It's the original. There's a reason why there's a Rico role. Is there there's, an Askren role? There's not, there's not an Askren role, yeah, I'll give you that. Fucking douche. Yeah. But I, I don't the, need to say that. The most fun wrestling or the most fun, wow, that shows you how many BVs I've had. <laughs> but the most fun wrestling wrestling move in the world is this the Rico role. Oh, my God. It's so fun to let a kid just, like, shoot it on your leg, just be like, well, I'm going to see how unexperienced he is. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um, and then, then, you know, but anyways, I he was out of the wrestling game and then comes back and talks shit on one of the most infamous wrestler at the moment. It's like, really? Come on, yeah. man. Have a little more respect than that. Dude, he talks shit on so many people. Yeah. Like, 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 is that all you have is Twitter? So I'm so glad that Jordan really just what, fucking... What, watch him tweet out. Like how initiate contact sucks. <laughs> hey, we're gonna be well known then. <laughs> oh yeah, he good has point. a lot of followers. Good point. Good point. Good point. But they also. But anyways, they all and, suck then, his and then his that last UFC match, he went in for a shot. Like he's oh, the fastest. Boom. Yeah, he's the fastest knockout of all time. Yeah, it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I started listening to an interview of that, and I was like, oh, no, this guy's a piece of shit. Never mind. <laughs> See, and you know what's funny? I actually, like, I like following and listening to what he says. I like the shit talking, but it's not well, it's, it's not a guy that I and like. And he was one of those kids, because Missouri at the time, they were they were no threat for Iowa yeah. when he was there. Yeah. So he was one of those kids at Nationals that was always. Wasn't like, there two Askrens? There was another one. There was, right? Yeah, there yeah. was two Askrens. They were both really funky, but yeah. they, they were fun to watch. Yeah. It, it was it, like the, you would see them score. They You would see them score in situations that you never seen before up until that point. Yeah. And, and it, uh, it kind of changed wrestling a little bit you know yeah 
Uh, but anyway, so getting back to it. How do you get off on talking about Ben Askren? I don't know. That's your fault. So then, then, so we were talking about um, Caleb Young at 157, 65 is a no-brainer. Marinelli's going to win it next year. Yeah. So we talked about how we think Caleb is, Caleb Young's still going to be our starter, even though he's. Well, we'll I see, know, he's only a junior, and Brands is going to be. This is a, what this a, is what I'm saying. If Nelson wins the wrestle off. Which, you know, in the wrestle off, you got to get down to weight. I really think that Nelson is probably going to be down to his weight and ready to go before Caleb Young. I don't know if Caleb Young is going to be able to. Caleb Young had to cut, cut a lot too. Remember, early on in the season, I don't know. But he had to have done it right. Like he, he. he I'm just had saying. To have... I'm just saying. If Nelson Brands wins it, we'll never see him again in the lineup there. Which would be sad because we're probably not going to see him in the lineup anywhere else. Yep. So that, that is that is a typical like Daniel Dennis, Joy Slayton situation. Yep. Like we have the top one to three, somewhere between one to three ranked kids in the country in the same weight class because we're going to have Alex Marinelli. No, no one, no one's touching one sixty five. We'll we'll move on from that. That's not even worth talking about. But then we go to one seventy four. We have we have Kimmer. Yep. And anything, anything the last two years will be better than what we've had, especially if we know Kimmer is there. Um. Yeah. And that's going to be interesting. How he bounces back, having uh, sat <coughs> out for a bit. How's his weight? How's his knee? How's everything? You know what I'm saying? I have a feeling we're gonna have a lot of ups and downs with him i feel like it's gonna be a lot like spencer lee he'll he'll beat kids that he he'll beat top five kids that were like wow he he handled that kid and then he'll go out to wrestle a kid that's more like strong uh strong base positioning kids that he'll maybe struggle with i don't know it's speculation but it's it, it it makes sense as far as Kids that can stand their ground a little bit better at that weight class, that if he falls to kids like that, then it's it's a it's a crapshoot of what he can pull off at nationals. I am but, gonna, but would you not say he's at least a top five kid? I mean, it's so hard to tell because he's bumping up two weight classes. We haven't ever seen him in a year and a half. Do we know anything? Did he did he go to the Doyle weight room at all? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure of it. You think so? Yeah, why would Well, I know, well, because I remember when Dan Erickson did that. Yes. Uh, when he bumped the heavyweight, he said he entered the, yeah. basically. But that kid had, I would, was going, one, one and he said in a 285, so he had to, like, pack on the pounds. Yes. So, I'm going to tell you, last time I saw Camaros at a uh, wrestling duel, one of the last ones, I think, was it Northwestern? What was one of the last ones? But anyways, it, it was like kids night or something like that. Northwestern, right? But anyways, he looked beefy. He looked stocky. Okay. He looked like, he, I mean, he's always had uh, like some decent traps and stuff like that. But I'm 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 going on a limb and saying he looked good. He looked he looked ripped. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good. Yep. I liked it. I was checking him out. That's good. Quite That's the good. package he's got there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So next, this contact. is interesting, Wilkie. Wilkie, as <laughs> many of you know, 
has been a fucking uh, a source of anger for us. Um, with a few ups, a few as a glimpse of hope. Yeah. But he's in the weight class now. There, there's like six or seven of them fucking gone that were ahead of him. Like, it's ridiculous. That, he might be a top four guy coming into the season. Well, he was a almost a top four guy coming into last season. Whoa. But the difference is, is that he, had, he hadn't seen a single one of those kids. Because he dropped weight. Yeah. Because he dropped a weight class. And it was all speculation. This year, it's not speculation because a lot of those kids left. If if he doesn't get all American status this year, we should put up a statue of him as being. Um, no, don't say that. Stop. Cut that off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though. It's a big, he, big disappointment. I have a feeling that he's only a junior, man. It, especially, he's only a junior. Especially when there's a guy like Aza Saad sitting there. I think the only reason... Here, here's the only reason why we're... We're going to talk about that in a sec. But the only reason why we're disappointed with a kid like Wilkie is because he is able... He flashes his athleticism enough to where it's infuriating to watch him wrestle sometimes. Because mm. that kid... Well, he's a great athlete. That kid... I don't know if it's as much that. Yes, there is that. But I don't know if it's enough that or as much as he is so lazadaical during the first two periods. Like, he only shows it in the third period. He, like, saves his whole gas tank, in my mind, as a pussy-minded guy because they are afraid of getting tired. They're afraid of losing a match. That's the shit that pisses me off. Sure. Why doesn't he do it early on? Yeah. And he's got to stop focusing on, like, the, the one match in front of him. Look at, like, the bigger picture. I know I know that's hard to say, but but, 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 you, I, I really but think... you have to wrestle the way, like, exactly what you just said. That mentality to go three periods hard-nosed and... and and nonstop, like that is something you have to got to wrestle throughout every single match, and not even think about the consequence of getting tired. Yeah, well, and, that's and, the only way something like that is going to be successful, and that's the like that that that's what you want the that's what we all hope the Iowa mentality is, but and, we don't see it. And you know, like so, like going through high school and shit like that, we were always told that whole thing, like you got to wrestle one hundred percent all the time. Literally, yeah, I all say that. Blah blah blah. You know, like it goes through your mind, and you don't see it until after the fact. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my god, I could have wrestled so much tougher, so much harder during this period of time. Wilkie's going to look back on his career and just he watch will, his third periods and think, just be like, what the fuck? Did he I will do? think everything we say. Yeah, he will know it. I. He knows it quite now. On, There's honestly, no way he doesn't know it now with the coaches well, that he has. I don't, you know, I I disagree. I he hears it, but I think he said he in his mind, like I I got the same thing. Like in his mind, he thinks he's given it his all at the moment and he's like this is something they say to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I look back at a lot of my shit, and I'm sure you do too. You're just like you just, kinda... br- you just brush it off at the time. Yeah, like you, you know, like you feel like you you worked your ass. There is off. so many moments where I remember thinking, "By God, I just need to like 
you know, kick it in the gear in the third period. Like, I didn't – but that should never be a thought. That should yeah. be – I should need to kick it in the fucking gear right now. And it's weird because when you wrestle, it's almost like uh, – and not this, not this is always a good thing, but there's times in your career when you wrestle, like, almost angry. Yeah. And you wrestle really, 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 really well. But you don't necessarily know why you 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 know what I mean. You can't carry that emotion through. I mean, I mean, it's a mindset, man. It yes, is. You can. I know. And yes, that, you and can. That's, that's the trick of it. Yeah, it's that's all what, mind, and that's what Iowa wrestling <laughs> does best. I'm yanking my hair out, I'm like, it's stressing yeah. me out thinking about like that, those that's, moments. That's what Iowa teaches you best. And uh, a guy like him, he needs to break down. He's ne- he needs to let it go. He needes to realize. And I and you know I know it's hard, and I feel bad for the guy because it you know we're some nobodies ragging on him and you know shit like this. But at the same point, you made it to Iowa. You're in that spot. Take the spotlight. Yeah. Fucking go for it, man. And and I have I think Wilkie is going to be an easy All American next year. Um. I just, he I, has, he has, I think he has the potential of being a finalist. He could have done that this year. He, yeah, he could have, and and that's and what, that, uh, that's and, what's and, and that's what's frustrating. Like that's what frustrates us about Cash Wilkie. It's not like he's not a kid that's not talented enough to be in the lineup. Yeah. He, he's he's a kid that has all the talent, all in the, the potential, in the all world. the potential in the world to fucking be a national championship or be a national champion, and. We feel like he doesn't use every weapon that he has, and there's a good chance this might be his last go. Yeah, yeah. Because you want, do you want to go off or? What do you mean? About why it might be his last chance? Yeah, it's Assad. We we went over. It. We uh, he's 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 the real go- deal. Yeah, he's the real deal, and and he's only improving. He's almost like a yeah. Jacob Warner who's coming up next. Jacob Warner was kind of like a. You know, same kind of scenario. A decent recruit, nothing special, but always got better and better and better. Jake, Jacob, Jacob Warner is another Caleb Young. Ca- yep, yes, exactly. Caleb Young, exactly. He's uh, just a hard-working SOB. Stays you don't the have him. You don't have him. There's no way your team's going to reach but what they're trying to do. He's a solid fucking weight filler. Yep. And a potential. like he, Caleb Young and, and Jacob Warner are potential NCAA champions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're so like they're so nice. Like you, it's like a weight class you don't have to worry about. Oh God! Like if you, only we had eight more of those. <laughs> we do. We, yes. We we do have two more of those. I would say the only other ones that are like that <laughs> is a Spencer Lee and uh, Marinelli. At this point, yeah. Which is <laughs> that's uh that's quite a fucking you know group to be in, you know. So next, next, Cassiope. Yeah. With uh, Gable Stevenson shoving stuff up people's butts and Kassar just like barely getting a fucking another go at it. He should have been a finalist coming into this. <laughs> you know, like he should have been a one-two kind of guy. Well, but he... now Kassar and G- Gable Stevenson's back. I really think he's going to be a f- the number four guy in my mind. He's the number four guy coming into the season. James Woods, the only one. I think he's from Lehigh. All the rest, gone. See ya. Desi's gone. Uh, Hamida's gone. 
Um, well, he beat uh, at the U at U twenty three for the bronze medal match. He or was it for the bronze medal? No, it was. I think it was the second match of the. When did he beat Yusuf Masad? Or Yusuf uh, Hamida? Sorry, from Maryland. Oh, Hamida, yeah, uh, yeah. He beat, it, he beat him at U twenty three. I can't remember what match it was for. Uh, if it, it was, if it was a placement he, it, match, a win's a win. That's that's big. He yep. tech falled him. Yep. He tech falled him. That's the number f- uh, six kid in the country. Yep. And so the only ones ahead of him is a Gable Stevenson, Kassar, and James Wood. And uh, so that tells me he's the number four guy. Yeah. James Wood. Easy. James Wood's a beatable guy. Stoll should have beat him. If Gable Stevenson wrestles this year, which if he does. Minnesota, you're fucking losers. Um, we have yeah, Kassar and both and White of Oak, Okie State. They're both gone. No, Kassar's he, back. He got medical. It's horseshit. It's horseshit. Oh, yeah. Oh man, yeah, I remember. God. Yeah, that's bullshit. Well. We'll beat him. He got too. a medical. God damn it. How does he get a medical from two years ago? It's ridiculous. He got a medical well, for his junior year. Well, they uh, like, I mean, showers and, yeah. and and dick rubbing goes a long way, Gav. So, a fellow. Uh, can't argue with that. That That's what Penn State does. Um, they dick rub and <laughs> take showers. God damn it. <laughs> Child monsters. But. So, I mean, we we decided we had to do this podcast because between, between Gavin Teasdale uh, doing the lineup and then, of course, the Gable Stevenson stuff is always funny and uh, interesting. Um, but, um, you know, I we there's looking through that whole lineup, there's not a single down spot. I think we're looking at every one of those guys as a top five guy. How do you compete with that? Yeah, there's you? nobody. I mean... Penn State had a couple years where they had top five guys at every weight except one. We we have, have it at every weight. Yeah, we we would have uh, like I I know I've been saying this for three years that uh, we're going to be national champions. Where's Wood? Knock knock on it because injuries injuries is huge. Injuries are big. And, you know, we have backups, but that's not necessarily full-on backups. Anytime somebody steps up doesn't necessarily mean they're ready, too. You got to remember, like, somebody back, like, they assume a backup role to start the year. Not necessarily in the right frame of mind when it comes to their time. But our time is now. So, I mean, this is the year. Uh, We're going to end the podcast with that. Like, this is the fucking year. I mean, granted, there's a lot that's going to happen. This is the first year that you've been on board with a green. Like, so this is our third. This is our third season. It's a go. Going into the third season, this is the only year you've agreed that we're going to be national champions. Yeah, I mean, I I I am the way above optimist. Yeah, and I shouldn't be. I um, this is the year. I don't see any reasons. Any like r- big down? There's just not. There's no holes in the lineup. It's, it's unbelievable. We actually finally have a lineup that's un 
godly good. Yeah. And I even with you know the talks about we had with Wolkie, and even though there's a lot of new guys coming up, and you know we're seeing new faces, they're they're new to us, but not necessarily new. Like Cassiope is probably the newest, and he's proven his weight in gold. Yeah, and he's a big motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's we're loaded, man. It's looking good, and 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 we're loaded for two seasons. Like we we can only for we can we can project. Two seasons, kind of, right now. Yes, and, 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 and because we're gonna loaded. red shirt, we're gonna red shirt, and so like, and we're gonna have a recruit. So we're gonna have a recruit, like let's let's say this year, okay, and then we're gonna red shirt him next year. And so these two years, though, we're solid, and so those recruits that we are bringing in next year, they're red shirting. Boom, sure. we're good still. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we don't even know what two years out past two years out looks like but i will say that uh the fucking brands boys did their job this year yeah yeah it's ever since uh, and you know what actually i shouldn't I, I shouldn't just say the brands boys because morningstar did get assistant co- or what was it a recruiter of the year and he should he he's did been well. fucking crushing it he and, and and this goes back to i think we talked about this in like Season one. 1989. Yeah, 1989 yeah. when we first started first the podcast. podcast yeah. Yeah, first podcast ever out Good on iTunes. Days. I was three. Uh, before iTunes. We, we launched with, <laughs> with the launch of iTunes. <laughs> but uh, it goes back. Lime. LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it. Now I brain farted. Yeah, you going back to going back to talking about Morningstar. Oh yeah, it, it it goes back to what we heard happen when spent during Spencer Lee's recruitment. It was when after Spencer Lee the uh committed to Iowa, Spencer Lee's dad came to Tom Brands with an envelope full of hate mail against the University of Iowa. Yeah. And Brands didn't know he was recruiting against that. <laughs> How did he not? <laughs> well, I mean, you just didn't think that people were the most hated that motherfuckers are... are the ones on top. Sure, but you didn't you didn't know you didn't know what you were working against until it was like presented to you. I will tell you this, and they and they showed it to brands. And ever since we heard that recruiting has completely changed at Iowa, they said now that we know we're recruiting against that, we know how or. Now that we know that other schools are using that to recruit kids, we know how to recruit against it. Yes. And things have completely changed. The, we, Ever we t- since that, it's it's been one good thing after another. So we even talked about that. We talked about how, like, Brands are, like, a, they're stern motherfuckers that stare you down. Almost intimidating. These This yeah. day and age, kids cannot handle that. They can't handle the amount of work that the back 1990s type of Iowa wrestling was where we're carrying people upstairs until they died, you know, drop them off in the quad cities until you'd run back, you know, shit like that. Granted, it wasn't that far, but you know, like, in fact, there'd be parents fucking suing the university of Iowa for that stuff. Like that, do you hear that? That's, that was a good snap by me. I'm just saying that can't be done these days. We have to figure out other ways to make people great. And evidently, the only way to do it is through their mind. <laughs> you know, like, which sounds fucking retarded. But 
like it's it's mind over matter. That's ninety percent of wrestling, and that's how it has to be done now. And and so we have to we have to we have to get these guys with pure talent, and that's why Kale Sanderson, as we talked earlier in the podcast, is all about fucking recruiting. Now we have to find the guys that already have this pure talent, and then we just like work them over it used to be as i also talked about earlier in the podcast that these were farm motherfuckers from iowa that was maybe a state champion because they were stronger than every man out there they threw more haze of bales of hay than anybody else out on the mat you know what i'm saying yeah I and now you. we have a whole nother mentality to go with yep god it gets me excited talking about it oh man we're uh we nothing but what but bright fucking don't say rainbows oh yeah i know like that's what i want to say but i know I the can't. light is there we're heading towards yeah, it. yeah it's like heaven yeah <laughs> the light is there we're, we're heading towards it the fucking the program looks fucking good i can't wait to beat kale sanderson's ass is he in iowa do we have penn state this year we have, damn well have, have we yes we looked? do yeah we have to we didn't have him last uh, year we, we have haven't had him for year. two years what oh no, no yeah, we did, that... yeah we did we we mm. lost that's when marinelli threw joseph oh did you have to talk yeah about okay yeah but marinelli beat joseph good for, you. good for you yeah the same way he beat him in the big tens but we're gonna have penn state and we're gonna show him here at carver hawkeye what we're about but anyways, we need to end this podcast. It's time. I have, you know, drank enough BV for now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe we should play some Halo before it's bedtime. Oh, yeah. Let's play some Halo. All right. So, initiate Halo. contacts out. This is Gavin. Keaton. Say bye. Go Hawks. Uh, we will do another one when we damn well feel like it. Yeah. We're not going anywhere, guys. We haven't quit. Yeah. We, we will... What? No, we haven't quite yet. Well, <laughs> you have to stop being my best friend for that to happen. <laughs> I is that gonna happen? We'll be back. Okay, I get married soon. <laughs> All right, initiate contact. Follow us at initiate contact on Twitter. We will update you when new ones come out. Uh, otherwise, also send in letters for us to Black Velvet in Canada. We need BV. <laughs> Over and out.